Hello, and welcome to the Arbor Terror Cast. Today we'll be reading The Unknown. She moved into the house about a week before the accident. The house was a light, faded blue color with a black roof. It needed some work done, but it was in good condition. I knew nothing about its history. Whenever I asked the salesman, he would change the subject, so I stopped asking. The inside of the house was decorated with an old western look. The walls that were once white were now pale, and the furniture had plastic on them. There was dust everywhere. There was a basement to the house, but the door was stuck, and it wouldn't open, so I left it. I'll just use the attic for storage. I went to my room and laid on my new bed. My excitement kept me up all night, and I had gotten no sleep at all that first night. That night felt so long. When it finally was morning, I got up and went downstairs to the kitchen. There was a window above the sink, and the morning sun shone through and lit the room. The kitchen had red wallpaper and wooden counters and a wooden table. All my stuff was still in boxes at this point. I decided to eat out for breakfast. I went upstairs and opened a box. I pulled out my suitcase for work and got dressed. I headed downstairs and out the door. It locked behind me. My car was shining in the sun. I got in and then I was off. I got home that night around midnight. I got out of my car and opened the door, taking off my coat and heading upstairs. I started to think, didn't I lock the front door this morning? I just ignored this and went straight to the bathroom. The, the handle to the bathtub was hard to turn, but I managed. I slowly sank into the now warm water, closing my eyes. I slowly drifted off to sleep. I was in a room made of stone. and. I was naked. The only thing inside the room with me was a bathtub. I slowly walked over to it to investigate. My heart sank into my stomach as my body started to shake with fear. The bathtub was filled to the brim with blood. A shadowy figure appeared in the corner of my vision. I was about to turn around, but I soon felt two hands around my neck, and my head was in the bathtub under the blood. I was being drowned. I gasped for air, causing blood to fill my lungs, as I kicked my feet, but to no avail. My body was heavy, and I couldn't move a finger. The odd thing was that I could still see. The figure dragged my body over to, the t to a table in the corner of the room. A f figure then strapped me onto the table and pulled out a knife. The sharp blade pierced my skin as it sank into my stomach. I awoke in a sweat as I was in the tub. The water was now as cold as ice and I got out and dried off. I went to bed that night and I couldn't stop thinking about the horrible dream I had. I had gotten no sleep that night as well. The next morning, the sun was covered with clouds and my stomach hurt. Where the figure had cut me in my dream, 
I went to the bathroom to get ready for the day. When I was undressing, I froze. There was a giant scar across my stomach. The rain started to tap against the window, bringing me back out of my daze. I slowly got ready and headed out for work. As soon as I walked out of the front door, the wind picked up and I started to thunder and lightning. I ran to my car and left. I came home that night early. My eyes were fighting so hard to stay open, but every time I closed my eyes, I saw the figure from my dreams. Heading upstairs, I managed to get my clothes off and get in the bed. I listened to the rain against the roof. The soft, sweet sound lullabied me to sleep. Closing my eyes, I drifted off into the peaceful slumber. I look around and realize that I was in my kitchen, but I looked kind of off. It was new. The faded red wallpaper was now bright apple red. The sink that was slightly rusted was now shining silver. Loud footsteps echoed throughout where the halls were, and I looked for a place to hide. But before I knew it, the kitchen door swung open and a man walked through. I froze. The man looked kind of dirty. His beard was short and stubby. He had a limp in his left leg. He passed by me like I was not even there. In his right hand, there was a sack. The man stepped up to the counter and placed the sack next to the cutting board. He then opened the bag and pulled out a head. I froze and my stomach turned. I felt sick. The man started to take pieces and bits off the head and place them into a pot. My body stumbled backwards and I tripped over my foot. I looked up and the man was standing right in front of me. He leaned down and I yelled in fear. A flash of lightning woke me up from my nightmare. My stomach felt sick, so I ran to the bathroom and vomited. I did not go back to sleep. The next day, I did not go to work. It's been a few days since then and I've had no sleep still. I can no longer go near my kitchen because of that dream. I spent most of my time in my bedroom. It was night once again, the most difficult time of day. It had become fearful of the darkness that night brings. The house has become my own personal hell. That night, the wind blew lightly, rustling the leaves. I sat on my bed, unable to sleep once again. I closed my eyes, listening to the wind softly blow. Then my eyes opened to the sound of footsteps that can be noticed from the hallway. I slowly got off my bed and opened the door, looking out into the hallway. There was nothing. I continued down the hallway when and went downstairs. The footsteps led me to the door that leads to the basement. My head slowly, my hand slowly moved towards the knob, and I turned it. The door opened with a creaking sound. My heart was beating fast as the thoughts ran through my mind. I started to go down the stairs that led to the basement. I reached the bottom of the, the bottom of the stairs, and my heart sank. At the bottom of the stairs was a room made of stone, like the one from my dream. I slowly walked to the middle of the room, where there was a bathtub. Taking a deep breath, I looked inside. There was nothing. The tub was empty.
I relaxed, and then I saw it, the shadowy figure in the corner of my eye. I screamed in fear. The next morning was so peaceful. The peaceful silence was broken by the sound of cop cars. They pulled up to the house. There was a complaint about some loud noises coming from the house the next, the night before. The cop opened the door to the house and saw bloody footprints that led to the door to the basement. He opened the door and went downstairs. He stopped at the sight of my body, disassembled. My head was nowhere to be found. That figure that I had saw was the owner of the house before me. He died 20 years ago. He died in the room that was I had claimed my bedroom. And in his basement, they had found 35 dead and disassembled bodies. All their heads and organs were missing. People believed he had eaten them.